USAPL Texas State co-chair Keone Dengis is here with us. This is Chalk My Back. Hey everybody, hey, how you doing everybody? Uh, What's up? Keone Dengis is here, everybody. Hey, let's give it a round of applause. Yeah, a round of applause to Keone hey. Dengis. Keone Dengis. Yeah, the, uh, the USAPL Texas State Co-Chair, um, along with yeah. uh, Chrissy Cardell. Uh, Cardella? Congratulations. Cardella. 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 See, there it is. It wouldn't be an episode if I didn't mess up somebody's name. But not your name, Keone. Um, no. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We couldn't wait to get you on the on the podcast as soon as we heard that. Uh, well, as soon as you announced that you were going to be taking on the, the, the co-chair position. And can't wait to pick your brain. So, I mean, for those who don't know who you are, which honestly, if you've competed in a meet, in you've Texas, in the around, USAPL, yeah. you've seen him. You've seen him, especially because he he's, he was just he's part Austin. of Ty's entourage. I mean, he, yeah. he knows Ty. Yeah. He knows Ty Dengis, honestly, which is kind of how we know him. Yeah. So, Keone, uh, who are you? Know, you? I'm Keone Dengis. Uh, most of y'all know me as Ty's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to introduce myself is I'm Ty's dad. Yeah. And coach. and uh, You're also one of the best judges, though. Well, thank you all. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try to be very the consistent. Hardest judge, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's been uh, Keone, mentioned before. Yeah. Keone's fair. He's a good judge. Yeah. Well, you uh, know, you want to be, you want to be, we talked about this before. You want to be judged to a standard that would be what you would expect at the higher levels. So it doesn't matter if you're at the local, state, national, international. You want to, you want to have a judge that's going to, you know, keep you keep you honest, which I think Keone does pretty well. Well, you know, like we that it's funny you brought that up because yesterday that came up at the meet at Sarah's meet in Austin, the fall frenzy. Uh, people were like, man, you're kind of hard. And I was proctoring a young lady yesterday, giving her her practical for her state referee. And she kind of was like trying to pick my brain as we were judging. And I said, yeah, I try to hold these athletes to a standard because we're trying to get you all ready for the national level. And at the national level, now that I'm a national judge, also, you know, we hold you all to a very strict standard. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's what you want to be able to pass. It's good that you were proctoring her too, because that's that's what you want. That's the values you want to pass down. And that's kind of, we're going to get into a little bit of that uh, in terms of your involvement with the USAPL and what your, your, you know, thought process is going forward in the position that you're going to be in. So we're going to have, we, we polled our audience on Instagram on our at chalk, my at chalk, my back Instagram page, which I mean, if you're not following us there, not you, Keone, I know you are, but everybody who's listening right now, if you're a new listener and you just want to get into what Keone's talking about, go ahead and follow us. Instagram, at Chalk My Back. We ask questions about what you would like us to ask, which we have a list here. We'll go through them, uh, you know, kind of your lineage, um, so to speak, and we'll just have a we'll have a good time. So let's get Sounds started. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, sweet. So the first question that came up quite a bit. And I kind of condensed it because it was asked like a bunch of multiple ways. But have you competed in powerlifting? Yes, I did. Uh, I haven't lifted in over 
she, about almost 30 years now because the last time I lifted, I was still in the army. Okay, so I guess going off of that question, like what what got you started in the powerlifting so long ago? Like what was your origin story? Well, uh, my uncle, my mom's brother, he and I were always very close. And then, you know, when he went in the military, he, he powerlifted. And in fact, he powerlifted on the Fort Knox team with Johnny Graham and, you know, at the state meet, my uncle did come to see Ty lift because he lives in the Fort Worth area. And, you know, it was really an honor to have him there. And, you know, it was kind of funny. Johnny put a comment on one of my posts and said, you know, it's great to see your son lift, but it was even greater to see one of my former lifters. And, you know, that just drove me. And then, we have a young man that used to power lift. He he has spinal bifida and he and Ty started working out when Ty was a little boy. And mm-hmm. we went with him to the power fest, Christian Tony Cardella's meet in Houston, our big summer extravaganza as we like to call mm-hmm. it. Uh, and Ty got bit by the bug. We came home and he was like, dad, you know, I would like to try that. And, you know, I being away from it so long and then seeing it again brought back that competitive edge. I mean, I played sports in, since I was a little boy. I mean, I, I was good at football and baseball and basketball. Uh, but, you know, I loved I always lifted weights. My dad always trained me. And, you know, for me to pass that on to my son, it was great. And, you know, now, I I mean, even, you know, when I went through the process with coming back to this sport that I love, Mm -hmm. uh, I made sure I did everything right. I went through the coaching classes that the USAPL offers. I mean, I'm a certified club coach right now. I've been for a while and, you know, just I have a love that will never die for this sport. Um. Yeah. I was just having this conversation earlier today with somebody who is younger than me, uh, getting into powerlifting. And Keone, I'm curious from someone who's you know been a part of the sport for as long as you have, um, well, you know, what's that common? What's the common trait that you've seen that kind of gets people uh, bit by that bug you were talking about? Like, is is there a common trait that you've seen stand the test of time um, in all the change that powerlifting has undergone that gets people addicted to the sport? To me, a lot of the addiction of the sport is, you know, of course, that competitiveness. But the one thing, we may be competitors and we may be trying to beat one another. But really, when it all boils down and, you know, that's the way I feel is that we're a family. Uh, We help one another. We take care of one another. I mean... It was brought up to me yesterday that I don't know how many people I've actually really touched just in being back in in the four years that I've come with Ty. And, you know, I I think once you get, you know, that bug, like you said, you know, a a person does their first meet and, you know, they excel at it. They expect 
they exceed their expectations of themselves. And, you know, like I've seen it even with y'all and, you know, Anas when he's coaching. You know, Anas is two different people when he's from when he's coaching and when he's competing. And I mean, I love watching how he takes care of his athletes. You know, he, we talked about it with Tommy, you know, he knows his athletes. He, he, you know, you're more than just an athlete to that person. That's the, that's your friend. You could call them your friend. And I think people see that, that, you know, we the camaraderie that yeah, we all the, have. The community of it. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Sweet. So, yeah, would you say, like, the community of powerlifting is kind of what keeps all of us, like, glued together and keeps us moving forward, like, in terms of, like, athletes coming into the sport and choosing to stay with the sport? Uh, yes, sir, I would say that. But, you know, I also would say that a lot of athletes that have been in the sport a while make a big influence on the new lifters, especially the kids coming in. Yeah, that's true. I, I've never seen such a big showing of like youth lifters. I was telling Abe oh, this yeah. at the AR meet. I was like, wow, we have a big youth division. A bunch of people, a bunch of children between the ages of nine and eleven. Very surprised. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, there was one young lady that competed there, Celeste Godinez. Shoot, we known her since she was nine years old. I mean, her and Ty started the same meet, the same time. I mean, her family and us went to Spokane. Uh, Ty and her were like the spokes children for uh, Priscilla Ribic. You know, that's her big Priscilla's big thing is the youth, you know, because like I think you and I and Josh co uh, covered it about that's the future. That's the oh, future sure. of this sport. Yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. yeah. So, but. You know, I think, like you said, a lot has to do with our conduct on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and how they yeah. carry themselves. All right. Well cool. Yeah. Well said. So with that, what's your, what's your opinion of how the progression of powerlifting has been all those years since you've started? Like what, what are some of the big notable changes that you've seen and kind of what are the the trends that you've noticed also, I, I don't want to i want to add on to the sorry Keon, i didn't mean to catch oh, up okay. but i would like to if you at the end of that could tell me tell us what you agree with and what you don't agree with on about the progression any sort of yeah any sort of changes that you've noticed in parallel thing well first and foremost the progression of equipment uh ty competed in december yeah, last year of December. It was his first equipped meet, and he was using Generation 1 stuff. I mean, it was old stuff. Mm -hmm. and Like ace bandages? Know, and... Well, we didn't use ace bandages. I mean, they, oh, okay. they did back in the day. I mean, my uncle has – I mean, we still have them in 
in a certain gear bag of ours. My uncle had these super wraps that he wore and these reg and all they look like is ace bandages. That's all they are. <laughs> so he was competing in generation one equipment. What is it? What do you mean by generation one equipment? Like the material, if you would look at it, like compared to Ty's equipment now, uh, their equipment back then would be our raw equipment now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, well, I'm, I'm also curious. What do you think about the Enzer sleeves, the new ones that came out? This may be a little bit of a tangent. Have you, have you, <laughs> have you had a chance to get your hands on those, the new Enzer sleeves that can apparently hold up to like 10 pounds, uh, each sleeve? <laughs> no, uh, I'm not a big fan of Enzer. Yeah. Well, uh, these, these sleeves are apparently, like you you saw a few of them a few people wearing these probably uh recently but they are just like i don't know the way they're being described is that almost as if they're like casting your knee uh, yeah uh, i think i saw uh a man that we know me and me and ty uh follow them and their family's real big i mean everybody knows the johnson squad you know up in mm-hmm. wisconsin oh, yeah. Uh, and it was funny. I think Mr. Johnson put a picture on his Instagram story showing the sleeves standing up by themselves. Yeah, that's the thing people are doing. Yeah, yeah. and that, I don't <laughs> think that 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 existed back, uh, you know, ten even no. not, not even ten years ago. No, sir. I, um, I mean, like if you compare them to like the SBD sleeves, I mean, it's like night and day. You know, uh, the technology that we have today is, I really feel that's why a lot of these guys put up the numbers they do, Mm, Uh, besides being strong. But uh, I believe they get the good equipment and they know how to work it. They Mm, really do. Yeah. How do you you feel about the... In the you know the the technology you know getting better and allowing for equipment to then in turn get better um like do you is that something that you feel is a positive impact to the sport or do you think because it's going to happen regardless but is it something that you embrace what is your opinion on that i think it's really awesome i mean i think personally you have to progress you have to evolve you cannot stay the same in anything. You you must evolve to be, you know, to be a great athlete. You cannot stay in the same place that you started. Yeah. I'm glad you're saying that as someone who's taken on the, you know, the 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 role of, you know, co co-state chair. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm glad to hear you say that because it, you know, we'll kind of get to it later on, but it, it makes me uh excited for what you're gonna come up with and what what will come as a result of your of your tenure in that position? Well, thank you. I mean, there's there's some big things on on the horizon. I can tell you all that. Ooh, yeah, well, you I'm mean excited. like like Anas jumping up to the eighty three <laughs> class? That's what you, by big things, right? <laughs> that's what you meant. Oh, Anas, he heard. That's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what USAPL Texas is waiting for. <laughs> no, I thought Anas was going to jump up to the one hundred five. Oh, what I oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, just... you know, like at a meet, like one time I showed up at a, at a meet, 
and someone was asking me, he's like, hey, which which weight class are you compete in? 93s? And I was like, a, I was a small 74 back then. I, I mean, I, I took that as a compliment, if anything. Yeah, it's like when Jeez. I went to the Aleko booth and they were like, oh, Swedish, Swedish sizes, you have to size up. And I walked around. What are you, at least a 3XL? Yeah. I, I felt so big. I was like, yeah, yeah. Can I wear the, can I wear the tag on the outside so that people can see? This guy. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Nice. Nice. All right. Next question. Next question. Sweet. So now that you are the new Texas co-state chair, are we going to see you take any actions to enhance USAPL Texas? And how do you plan on doing it? Well, I'll be honest. My whole platform is I work for the athletes of Texas. Um, We've been talking about it for years, and I want to stop talking about it, stop being part of the problem, and be part of the solution. Uh, yep. we, That's pretty good, yeah. You know, we need to, especially in the state of Texas, you know, we have the biggest state. We have the most lifters in the USAPL. We have the most world champions that go to international meets. There we go, preach. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. Except know, for the U.S. Virgin and, Islands, though. Well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We should lead by example. And that is my vision is that we build the sport up in Texas where other states in the for the USAPL would be like, Oh man, look at Texas. Look at what they're doing. You know, uh, I've chit chatted with uh, Arian, who's over in Florida, and you know, uh, you know they they're doing a lot of big things. And you know, yeah. we were talking yesterday, and I am uh, I'll let it out the bag. Uh, something that myself. Uh, L.S. McLean, Sandra, uh, we're talking is talking about is putting on like a a super meet for just equipped lip- lifters only. Oh, really? Oh, nice. You know, we made it. It was funny. We were making a joke yesterday that you know there was like one guy lifting in equipment. He was a bench only. And then a guy was squatting raw with wraps, which is a, is another division. We, we now opened in the USAPL. Um, but you know, the joke was equipment's not dead yet. We still have tied dinges. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and it kind of was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we kind of mentioned it last time, and I was saying how, well, we, we it was mentioned many times on yeah. not the meet, but like squats, uh, Ty's squats is just like shot up, like yeah. where, they, where they were. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to see a lot more, you know, lifters that want to do equipment have the opportunity to just do equipment. You know, um, it's nice to have equipment and raw meats which is great but you know there there is also like you know the only meat that usapl puts on is open nationals 
mm-hmm. you know, where you can go as an equipped lifter or, you know, raw nationals, which is very big for our, our sport and our federation. Um, but, you know, a lot of people in different states don't just do an equipped meet. Yeah, and why do you why do you think that is? Like, why has yeah. equipment kind of you know like decreased in popularity, and then we've seen an increase in raw participation? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know how the decrease is uh, because you know in Texas, of course, you all know Texas high school is nothing but equipment. Yeah, and exactly. oh, yeah, for sure. We got a lot of strong kids. Uh, but I think as they get older and then like when they go to college, you know, they get the taste of just lifting raw and they don't have to have those tight suits on or those tight knee wraps. And, and you know, when you, when you do that, uh, you know, it leaves bruises. It, it leaves battle scars. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, and raw, you know, you just not really utilizing equipment. It's you against that bar. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the uh, way it's portrayed to people. Yes. You know, and it's like, well, oh, you know, like somebody kind of made a, a comment to me about uh Ty being stronger as a equip lifter. Well, yeah, a suit will do that. Yeah, wraps will do that. <laughs> if you know, you know how to use them. Well, yes, yes, of course. But uh, and you know, like something you made a comment. I heard all y'all talking about at the last podcast. Uh, Ty doesn't wear super tight equipment. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know. So it's basically his strength i mean uh we put him in a new shirt back in december and like i mean everybody's like oh he won't get it oh he 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 utilized that shirt the shirt got him halfway up and then he the rest was just him the power Mm -hmm. of him and you know i like like you said i like the transition i hope that there is more athletes that want to do it, you know. I mean, you know, everybody would like to be the vanilla gorilla, you know, Blaine. Uh, yeah, chicken shake. Yeah, yeah, chicken <laughs> shake. <laughs> <laughs> Fisherman. Yeah. Don't forget, he the, likes to fish. True, and he, yeah, he. I mean, he's a he's an all around athlete. Yeah. Uh, when I think of like equipped powerlifters, that I because. To me, I think the reason I got into raw lifting as opposed to equipped lifting is because I was able to. Uh, relate to the athletes that I was looking at and mm-hmm. you know the ones who are doing it raw well I yes, think sir. like I think equipped powerlifting needs that kind of poster uh child in some capacity maybe it could be Ty I know that like people who I follow could be like I mean like Bryce Krawchick uh yeah. somebody up in Canada you know who was a younger you know like built person who who I could you know relate to in some capacity but who was also doing equipped uh, but yeah I mean maybe maybe Ty can be the the rust of uh, equipped. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I put that pressure on him though. No, I mean, I don't, I don't look at it that way. Uh, You know, everybody has made because of Ty and 
Ian's relationship, you know, oh, you know, they said, oh, Ty could be the next Ian Bell. I mean, I've heard it, you know, Ty, Ty is Ty. Anas is Anas. Josh is Josh. You know, Abe is Abe. Uh, I mean, I'm flattered on the kudos and the roses, as we like to call it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just you on that platform. Yeah. You know, people not going to say, oh, you know, you know, don't he look like such and such? No. Mm-hmm. Not they just time. remember you, you know. Well, I guess if, if that meet, uh, if you're planning to do that meet, do you plan on inviting people from out of state or do you want to keep it to Texas, Texas lifters only? Do you have any like, um, what, what are, what are some details like you're thinking about? Honestly, we'd like to have it where we invite our Texas lifters also, but, you know, we'd like to invite, you know, the bigger out of state people too that want to come. Hey, you know, I mean, you know, the more the merrier, you know, the way I look at it. Um, but, you know, something I also look at, we have, we do have some of the be- the best equipped lifters in Texas. Uh, nothing against Joe Cap or uh, Blaine, but, you know, I would be more than willing for them to come down to this meet. Honestly, hey, come on, bring it. Let them see, you know, let them prove, let them prove the title, you know? Hey, it's okay. You know? It's all love. Yeah. Yes, so with that, with that being said, do you think like since we're not affiliated with the IPF, that's going to happen more often? So like, do you remember at the Arnold when we had um, regionals? Yes. Had, like, do you think that's going to be like something that the USAPL is going to incorporate now, like regional battles? <laughs> I like that. I think from what I'm understanding, and nothing is set in stone yet because the IPF has not voted. Uh, And, you know, I'm going to tell you, just like Johnny Graham said yesterday, we're the USAPL. We're going to drug test. That's what we do. That's the Mm -hmm. federation. That's what this federation was built on. Um, I do know that the USA uh, National Office are working on like you know the Virginia Pro, which I heard some big names are going. Of course, we're having the Arnold again, and you know people are being invited to that. And you know I'm sure there will be a lot of regional battles. I mean, you know the athletes like that. You know you're representing your region. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know why not get bragging rights? You know it's like. You know, this is a bad analogy, especially because I'm an Alabama fan. But, you know, Texas A&M got bragging rights this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that, was a, that, was a, that game was something. Was, you know, was it 45-14? It yeah. was a, you know, we lost they, We lost with a last-second field goal. And, yeah. you know, am I upset? No. But, you know, you they got bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so know? you think like the future of USAPL is going to be like bragging rights for like your region? Like I'm the best in the South or I'm the best in the Midwest or? Honestly, I, I don't think it's going to come to that. I really don't. 
my opinion on that is one way or another, we're going to compete internationally. Um, I mean, we've already, know, we've already I, proven that to some capacity. Uh, yeah. You know, and I hate to say it this way, even though, like y'all said, and we'll touch about it on the USVI, but honestly, Worlds, to me, is tainted. Yeah. You know, because... Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah, clarify. You know, where you have the little asterisk next to... Say you hit... Oh. You know, like when you hit... You know, when they broke Roger Maris's record, you know, mm -hmm. in home runs... Uh, they have the little asterisk next to it. Uh, basically, I feel that way is because the best ain't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like what Anas was talking about. When we were talking about some of the lifters at Worlds this year, we were like, okay, like, yeah, they won. But how does it feel to know when you know that there's like two or three people that you know could have came in and broken what you did like with their seconds well yeah. they, you know yeah. like y'all said piggybacking off what you said okay you won okay well you didn't beat jennifer thompson mm -hmm. yeah yeah you didn't beat bonica brown yeah or taylor atwood didn't show or taylor up. atwood yeah or yeah. ray williams yeah, I mean, and not everybody can afford a house in the U.S. Virgin Islands, Keone. Not no. everybody can afford to move there. Well, like you know, a lot of people I, mean, did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we won't go. You hear about there, that man. French athlete that uh, that used a slingshot when they were? Oh, I was. Oh, that's all you heard was the the slingshot. He had a squat <laughs> he had briefs suit. on too, right? He had yeah, squat briefs on. <laughs> that was funny. But he was you know, the way I seen the videos of him running to the platform though with the uh, the slingshot and the comment the commentators. No one noticed except for uh, an, a, another coach. Like the the IPF didn't notice. He was just running onto the platform mm -hmm. with his elbows tucked, and they were like, "Oh, is he okay?" <laughs> well, you know, something funny about that would be like, you know they had the post up and then how quickly they took the post down. Uh, you know, let that have been an American athlete. Oh, you gotten crucified. Well, she would have yes, gotten crucified. Yeah, yeah. You would yeah. have. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, I mean, let's, I mean, let's get real about it. You know, if that would have been one of our athletes, they would have been judge, jury, executioner right there, period. Yeah. But if it was one of our athletes, they probably would have been benching more with that slingshot on. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> most of our athletes we send up there, they don't need a, you know, their raw benches are crazy anyway. Damn yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I mean, sweet. So I guess to piggyback off of that, and not to get like not too deep into it. Okay. I guess how's that going to affect IPF like eligibility? Because I, I guess you kind of mentioned it earlier that it came down to a vote. Do, do you have more it's, details on that? The vote hasn't come down yet. The vote is November oh. the 7th. Okay, so November the 7th we should. And they're doing a, a special uh, gathering, should I say, of the board. Okay. So now you're going to be there? Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go. Actually, you know, you can't make oh. it. Oh, just yeah. all right. Keep I us. Think, keep I us in tune now. So what happens? Yeah, I'm. I'm not really interested. I think what's going. What's what's happening in in the U.S. seems seems good enough for me. Honestly, me too. At this point, I, I imagine that when the IPF meets, it's gonna be like that 
I don't I don't want to spoil Squid Game for anybody. I'm not gonna. It's not like a, <laughs> but it like it makes me think about kind of like that scene where everybody comes in with those like animal masks and they're like, you know, billionaires, trillionaires, and they make that decision. Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe the purge. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> the purge. Yeah, that's a good. That's a better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know something else I wanted to touch on about how y'all said about to enhance the USAPL Texas. Uh, we do want to put on more meets uh, for our athletes. We want to open up different uh, venues and areas for y'all. Uh, that's in the works. Uh, I know for athletes up in the Dallas, Fort Worth area, the northern region, uh, we'd like to do more meets up there. Uh, I have been talking to some people about doing and becoming meet directors up there. Uh, In fact, we got one that I am working on to get a sanction for, um, and that will be for pod yeah uh, in january yes sir and oh, nice. uh, you know i think working with them and some other people up in the north area is going to be good uh i do know we're trying to build more out in the abilene area for them nice uh, more accessibility for yeah so people won't have and, to drive as far and you know something that i want to do is incorporate the capital the state you know austin oh, austin yeah yes. yeah uh i mean why not i mean Ilico headquarters is here why yeah. not yeah so uh one of the other questions that um someone else asked is that do you think that now that the Ilico headquarters is here in austin is that going to change the landscape of how meets are held here in texas i think it already has Honestly, uh, if you look at the state meet we just had, uh, Wes and Scott were the meet directors for that. Uh, we utilized a Ilico backdrop, which they also furnished the platform and the, you know, of course, the weights and the the deadlift uh, jack. Yeah, every, yeah, that everything. That, that's a big thing, man. I was looking yeah. at that yesterday at the meet. I had an Erling on the on the handle. I never it's heard of it. I, never, I, I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. That's all I gotta say. So. You know, and like you said, uh, I know Ilico set up a deal with us about they would you can get the stuff from them. Have all you had to do is pick it up in Austin. And, you know, return it to them in Austin. Or if I think you will end up, if you want to end up buying it from them, you will get a discount from them from what I oh, understood. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think yeah. Wes may have purchased the plates after using them. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, I think he may have knowing, um, I mean, as many meets as Wes throws. Might uh, as well. Yeah, might as well. I mean, Wes is kind of like the godfather of meats in Texas. I mean, so since you mentioned Wes being the godfather of meats, um, do you do you feel like historically there has been consistency in uh, in meets that have been held by different directors? And do you do you plan to 
you know, going forward, uphold a certain quality or ensure that our quality is met at all USAPL meets now that you're hoping to expand to different areas in Texas? Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, for the athletes, I mean, I want them to know, you know, this is a volunteer, volunteer sport. I mean, our referees volunteer their time, the spotters and loaders, uh, you know, the meat director's for most of the money out before even collecting stuff, you know. Um, but my vision is that we put on better meets for our athletes, uh, you know, have greater things to strive for is what I am really want is, you know, because I've <laughs> it's funny. I thought about this yesterday too, because uh, Sarah Sarah Davis put on a great meet yesterday uh, in a new venue. It was a little smaller. Uh, I mean, there's things we look at, but it was a great venue. Uh, it was called Liberation Barbell, uh, and I thought it was a a neat little venue. It was for what we had. I would like you know, to see, you know, like the state meet, you know, and, and, and Scott did it yesterday. He, he did a live feed and I, I watched the live feed and, you know, of course I watched your all's live feed and got to participate yeah, in it. You were part of the live feed. Oh, you killed yeah. it, County. You yeah. Killed it for <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to see that more going forward to have guys like you, you know, Scott yesterday, even doing the play by play, you know, it makes it, you know, when you watch it, like I watched part of it today and I was like, man, you know, it makes it, makes you feel good. You know, like it's a real sport, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, to see y'all vested like y'all are, and to make it fun like you did, it really, you know, it, uh, it touched my heart, honestly. It really did. I'm you happy know, to hear I, you say that. Yeah, we're we're glad. I mean, it, it was a fun experience. And, you know, I want to be able to pass it back and make it as fun for anyone coming in for the sport. Yeah, well, I don't want to just, like, criticize things that I don't like about certain aspects of the sport i'd rather be part of a population trying to like make it better in some it. way yes sir. you know what i mean well, like, i feel like we, i feel like a lot of it's really like the good old boy system you know powerlifting seen as like you know oh, like a, a west texas kind of thing you know it's funny you bring that up you just opened the door for me and i'm about oh. to kick it wide open. <laughs> hey, okay, hey Keone, close that door behind you dog air, air conditioning <laughs> doesn't grow on trees please no nah, sorry buddy the door's gonna get kicked <laughs> <Off> down <dangerous>. <laughs> uh you know that is one of the reasons why i ran for state chair i want to see change made uh, I know there's, I was told there is only certain things you can do. Okay, that's fine. But kind of like what you and I touched about, let's be part of the solution, everybody. 
You know, it's okay to bring your gripes and stuff. And I'm more than well. You can email me. You can text me. Whatever y'all want to do. I will answer each and every one of y'all's email texts. Because um, what you see is what you get. I mean, I've known you all, all, all three of y'all for a while now. And yeah, no, I was going to say, like, out of all the, I guess, Texas state chairs you're you're the one that's most visible like I I had no idea that like I, I knew that Christy was for like you know she was the one that helped and then yeah. I knew that Scott was for a bit but mm-hmm. I would have never seen Scott unless you went to an A&M meet no, I, so I, never, you're, I never met him yeah. until like a couple weeks ago <laughs> so I will say that it is pretty cool that as the the co-state chair you are visible to all your athletes you know absolutely That's, very well said. yeah you see yeah. keone almost like every texas meet i'm all, um, sometimes i'm like damn how you here you were just, <laughs> yeah. like, i saw your instagram story you were <laughs> you're out of state well you know that's something like johnny brought up yesterday when he was doing int- my introduction he said you know this man was with me up in fort worth last week at the state championship here he is in austin this weekend and I said, yeah, and I'll be in Houston next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess one question, since you're talking about the things you, you want to change, do you have any specific um, things you're trying to change in the USAPL Texas that you saw before um, and you're trying to improve on? More consistency but from my referees. And if you all want to honestly understand what that means, that goes back to Gabe's uh, Abe's uh, good old boy click. Yeah. So you red what, light somebody because oh, oh okay. well, they're there competing is. against me or there they're is. competing against my friend or I'll give them a white light because that's my friend. I mean, you know, people, I hate to say it this way, but I will say it this way. When you step on that platform as a judge or a referee, you need to check your feelings at the at the door. You don't have no more friends. No friends when you're a judge. Well, it's not you don't have friends. You don't play favorites. All right. You have to be objective. Huh? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Keanu, you've, you've given me red lights. And I've, I've walked up and been like, hey, what do I need to fix? And you yeah. tell me. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, Anas, you know? Anas has come to me and said, hey, you know, what do I need to fix? What does my guy need to do? Uh, just do this, do this. You know, Um and I want the athletes to succeed, but it's in black and white. The rules is in the rule book. Very it's, true. There, yes. There's no there's no gray area. It's black or white, just like in the military to, you know, to me. And that's how I treat it. You know, I have a code of standards that I go by an SOP standard standard operating procedure. And that's mm-hmm. how it's going to go. I'm not going to bend the rules. I mean, I've red-lighted my own son, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's an awkward drive home. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Ty, you know, Ty looked at me and was like, I'll fix it. You know, and now that he's gotten older, uh, you know, something that really made me proud was, up at high school nationals his third deadlift and it was to go nine for nine in a meet you know he he had a little up and down movement uh 
It was very minimal, but they caught it. And, you know, everybody expected me to go to the jury, go to Johnny them, fight it, protest it, get it overturned or whatever. My son is 15. Well, he just turned 15. At the time, he was 14. Walked off the platform shaking his head. Said, don't you dare overturn that. He's ruthless. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was like, Dad, I, I did it. I said, okay, buddy. There you go. And <laughs> we, you go. We, we walked off. We walked around, went through the audience, went downstairs. He got changed. We came back up. And I mean, you know, that was like the million dollar question. Why didn't you protest it? There's no need to protest it. Have integrity. You know, that was something I talked about yesterday to some of the people. Have integrity. Have integrity to a sport that has given all of us so much. So, Keone, how how rampant do you feel like inconsistency in judging is? And what do you what do you hope? How do you hope to change it? Well, you know, something that was brought up to my attention yesterday was maybe, you know, doing a yearly refresher. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then another thing that I thought of was I sit with our ref- state referees and proctor them. And, you know, just run them through the. I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to run you through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's the only fair way I see to see more consistency. Yeah. Uh, I was watching today. Like I said, I watched some of the <laughs> the videos from the, the, pod, the live feed of uh, yesterday's meet. And I was like, God, you really are a red light machine. they do exist yes (laughs) yeah you know but i'd like you know i would just like to see and and you know something that's true that we recycle or not recycle we go through a lot of state referees because you know during college a lot of kids get their refereeing uh, certification then after college they kind of move away from the sport uh and don't referee so we have to continually get new referees mm-hmm. and i really think that they need to be held to a standard uh, you know i'm gonna use somebody y'all may or may not know uh her name is Kathy Mark Steiner. I met her for the first time when I went to Collegiate Nats last year. And I was also, you know, that was my national to really solidify me as a national referee. Because, you know, of course, with COVID, we could test at a statement. But something that really stuck with me was we're here for our athletes. We're not here for personal gains. Um, hmm. 
And, you know, a good friend of mine who's from Florida and he comes, he's originally a Texas boy. Uh, you may have seen him at some of Wes's bigger meets because Wes will bring him in. Uh, Mr. Tony Lee, uh, he holds people to a standard. And it's a consistent standard. If, you know, like I've been told this and yesterday it was kind of funny too when people said it. When you're on the platform, we know what we're going to get. We know we need to do things by the book yeah. To, yeah, to get a white light from you. And I said, well, uh, that's anywhere. You know, that shouldn't just be at a national meet or a world meet. Something that I remember, like very vividly was somebody getting in Josh's face when he uh, gave a red light that was, you know, earned, but he gave a red light to an athlete. They got in his face. How many people have gotten into your face, Keone? I mean, you don't, you don't have, you have very, I mean, not to say Josh isn't intimidating, but you definitely, <laughs> if I put you and Josh next to each other and if I needed lunch money, if I needed it, mm-hmm. I would go, yeah, I'd, I'd get Josh's lunch money. Keone, you get to keep yours. Being head like, judge you, is stressful. <laughs> how many people no, have gotten not. in your face, Keone? <laughs> no, it's not. How many, how many people have, have stormed, the, stormed the plate and said, like, well, that wasn't a good call. Well, what, was, what was it? Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. One. It must have been a long time ago. Just I bet. One. I bet yeah. just, oh, <laughs> they didn't live to tell the tale. Can you, do you remember what the, uh, what the call was and what they, what they protested? Yeah, it was on depth. And in fact, it was brought up yesterday evening too, because the lifter, one of the lifters that was there last night, uh, he actually saved his teammate because the guy, the guy got irate on the play. I stopped the meet. In fact, it was at Wes's meet and I stopped the meet. I stopped the platform, my platform. I stopped it. And I walked back there and I was like, you can, you can leave. You want to get irate? Um, You know, there's no reason for an athlete to do that to any of our judges. And, you know, something I will put out there because I, uh, Hector told me that about that yesterday, somebody attacked him on the internet. I mean, come on, man, for real. That's whack. As whack. As whack. Yeah, yeah. As whack. And, as, man. and I will talking. tell you this. Uh I was at a meet one time that a lifter cursed out one of our side referees. And I took I took care of it. And something I will reiterate, whether I'm state chair or not, you will not disrespect my referees, period. No. But take yeah. care of Especially it, do you some... mean like Godfather took care of it, or did you like take care of it? <laughs> are, they, are, they swimming, are they swimming with the fishes, is what I'm saying? No. Uh, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. I, 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 we, I can imagine what you meant. It was kind of funny because the person, as I was walking in the back, said that, that uh, you know, they didn't give a F about this or that and i said well then this will be your first and last warning you ever do you do it again and i will personally kick you out that exit door and 
there's no reason to disrespect anybody. You know, if they made the call, they live with the call. Um, you know, we're human. We're going to make a mistake. Nobody is perfect. But it's not a reason. It does not justify you getting ignorant and getting in a referee's face or anybody's face. Yeah, especially since the referees are volunteering their time. I mean, they're only here like to help out the lifters. Like it doesn't. Oh yeah, it doesn't man. make sense for you to get in their get in their faces. If you don't um, shake your lift, your referees and your and your if you don't shake the referees' hands at the end of your deadlift, that's like that's disrespectful. You gotta shake. I, that's you gotta do it. You gotta shake their hands after you deadlift. I feel like that's just a classy thing to do. Well. I, you know, like yesterday, an athlete did that, and I just kind of was like, you did a good job, you know? And to me, that was like in a football or basketball at the end of the game, you shaking hands, you know, that, that just a mutual respect, like you said. Yeah, exactly. I have, I have some questions about the future of – the USAPL Texas, since like you mentioned, we have like one of the biggest talent pools. Um, do you have any plans to like take advantage of like those, like the strongest, we have the strong, some of the strongest lifters in the nation. Do you have any plans to kind of, kind of make some use out of that, take advantage of this talent pool? Well, at one time it was talked about and it will be brought up again is having a Texas national team. Nice. Oh, nice. Wow. That's cool as heck. We took yeah. Texas. We took our guys to nationals and said, here you go. Here's the best. Yeah. That's right. You gotta, and they all got to wear, exactly. They all got to wear cowboy hats. They all got to have leather jackets with with the frills you know, on the arms. <laughs> and they got to be known as the Howdy Boys. The Howdy and they're going to come back with hardware from international meets. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. You know, um, it was talked about also uh, an idea of having a super total meet. What's a, what's a super total? Just let you all go all out. Who can total uh, the most? As many attempts as, as necessary? Like, you know, have X amount of lists and just who totals the most at the end of the day. <laughs> gonna dead Gee, that, would that be based on like Wilkes or like would that be based on like just just total. Oh, Nas is um, gonna be there. You can. He's excited. I can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I would want to do it on like a Wilkes personally, because you know there's guys like Anas, and then I'm gonna throw this name out there, uh, Charles Okapo. Mm -hmm. Oh man, yeah. Charles! Yeah. Uh, I always get those two people mixed up. Yeah, you know Michael Say. Uh, you know there's Marcellus. Yeah, you, you know, know, Anas actually threw salt at Michael Say. They have beef, they have ongoing beef. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally no, like in real life, he, he did throw bacon at me though. So I mean, yeah, it was, so it was a back and forth. It was, it was, it was defending myself. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. bacon. So you, you get all you get all four of those lifters in one room, Keone. What are you gonna do? Let the best man win. Okay. Oh right. man, here we all go. Right, well, Congratulations, yeah, so Charles. Uh, oh, whoops, no. sorry. <laughs> you oh, know, basically, oh. <laughs> basically, just 
who's the baddest dog in the yard. Oh, that's a Nas. Never mind. Sorry. A Nas is a bad dog. <laughs> Sounds like a cool title for a meet. Yeah. Personally, I would like to see yard. I'd like to see more professional wrestling incorporated into powerlifting. I, I wish we had like a bad, an evil villain in powerlifting that we could have like when they get to the platform, the crowd starts booing, they throw popcorn. Uh, we've talked about this before, but I feel like that bring a uh, that bring theatrics uh, to powerlifting that we may not want, but uh, we may need. I think we got some pretty good theatrics. I think we got some villains. I just don't think that they identify as villains. Like Kai and I like to joke, uh, and y'all probably laugh about it too. Is and Josh knows, you know, when he's refereeing those lifters that come up there and like, oh, 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 oh. oh and my god, don't even move the bar, and you're like, for real, dude, you spent all your energy all that. doing that. I like to think of the comparison Those are my favorite, of like yeah. a water hose. Like they let all so the, it's the, funny all the hype to out. watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they gotta they mm-hmm. gotta channel it a little bit better. They gotta funnel it a little bit into into the lift. Well, it, like when they do that, it gets me hyped, and then you know, <laughs> you're it, the judge. It's all, but then you come yeah. down because they don't do the lift. Yeah, because it's all it's all just fizzle, and it's like, oh man, come on! I was expecting something <laughs> cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Performance anxiety. Yeah. All right, sweet. So we got. Well, you, you, you have another question, Abe, or I, you, you, or if you have the last question. I have, I have some. Yeah, I have some rapid fire. I want to shoot out at the end, mm-hmm. but Anas and Josh, y'all can go ahead with some of the the last questions. Like, I have, I have like one or two questions. My main question is like, you see, um, like one of one of the biggest states right now, like that's doing that's catching a lot of attention is like the Virginia. Um, Virginia's catching a lot of attention because of, yeah, uh. They're hosting those those meets. Um, do you, do you have any plans to kind of do something similar or something that will catch like more like people's attention? Like maybe out of state lifters would uh, want to come to here to compete at. I like that idea of that pro meet. Um, uh, I think it would be great to do. Um. I kind of personally would like to see, like, you know, see something like a, a Arnold event type atmosphere and hype, but at a local like meet, you know, like put on a meet with that much magnitude where lifters want to come to it, you know, or our state lifters are like, oh man, that's our, yeah, you know, like, to be proud from that they're they're a part of the Texas U, USAPL, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and the goal is to strive for that. You know that's that's my goal, and I know that's a lot of members want to see something like that happen here. Yeah, I guess like the like one of the couple couple reasons why people would want to compete in like those meets like you have obviously like money meets yeah and you have people who want to compete against like the best um like i know like the the tbs like the texas barbell syndicate meet they ran they had like a good roster mm-hmm. and it made the lifters excited to compete at those meets like i don't think it's necessarily doesn't i don't think necess- necessarily needs to be money but it could be like more competitive meets like something that um like we'll we'll bring bring in more more talent yeah. to the like we'll bring in more attention to them. 
Well, there's a few meets that I have in mind that um, I need to discuss with a couple of the meet directors that, you know, I thought about sending out invitations to like a Ashton Roshka, a Taylor Atwood, uh, you know, um, Sean Noriega, you know, a Ray Williams, even, you know, that type of where you put some big names in the pot, like you said, and invite some of the best to compete with the best we have. And like, let's throw down. Let's leave yeah, it make all it like a no holds bar, like put it up there. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, it'd be so exciting. That'd be dope. You know, yeah. or even, you know, get the, like you said, uh, you know, the lifters like from other states where they're like, oh, I want to go to that meet or, you know, get an invitation. Hey, oh, they invited me to come down to Texas. We're going to yeah. have us a big showdown, you know. Hootenanny, as we like to call it. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I'd like to see a bigger prizes or, you know, in that type of meet for our lifters. Um. And is, is that more of kind of like a meat director kind of pitching in money or is that, do you think the pro series will have like an effect on local meats in Texas or in any, any state? Yeah. Well, how much of that comes from the state level or is that, is that like I just mentioned, is that a meat director uh, proposing it to the state level? That's a meat proposal. And like, you know, like if you get sponsors, like say, uh, you know, say Ilico, Ilico may throw, you know, like I think at Sarah's meet, they were giving away um, these collars, and they were cool. They they magnetize and stuff. It was pretty neat. Uh, pretty sweet. You know, they were giving stuff like that away, or you know, get some other people sponsors in. You know, like a Titan or an Enzer or Anderson or you know, SBD. And say, hey, you know, let's have this kind of meet. Y'all sponsor it and, you know, let's give out some cash prizes or let's give some big prizes away, you know. Yeah, like, I think that'd be uh, good. You yeah. know, that'd be pretty so mostly, interesting. So I'd say like it's mostly sponsors and uh, meet directors. I mean, it's for now, it seems like the mm -hmm. Pro Series is um, – they're talking about it, and um, but you get you haven't had any information uh, of like how the pro series is going to affect local meets. I think you know having a pro meet, and you understand uh, having a pro meet, you're going to get probably your top one percent going to those mm -hmm. uh, as a in a pro am, uh, you know. If you have your top local athletes lifting at a local meet, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's harder to put out more money prizes, should I say, because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times just depending on the venues that you choose or, you know, paying out for that and you know like I, I like i said earlier a lot of that money comes out of the meat director's pocket 
up front. Yeah, there's a, there's a larger cost the more extravagant you want to make the meat. Yeah, you know, less money left over. Yeah, a lot of stuff is just left over. I mean, drug testing is expensive, you know, and we we test ten uh, percent, so you know that gets costly. But you know, to keep the sport pure like we want, and to go back to what USA Powerlifting was built on uh, a drug free sport. We, we as meat directors don't pay, mind paying that, you know, because you know, I mean, y'all been around, you know, if somebody's taking something, guys, you oh, know. I know, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> the best experience, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, hey, make your money, it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The lights, but, lights, lights are uh, sticky notes. Like they're white sticky notes and red sticky notes. Like, hey, what's that's, that's not? Why are all these wires not plugged in? <laughs> no, we don't see. We don't. We don't see none of that. We don't see none. Oh of that. man, <laughs> sweet. All right, so I have one more question, and I guess sure. it's the one that we've been alluding to. And um, you don't have to kind of delve into all the the details, but. I just kind of wanted to know, like, what were some of the policies and the politics be- behind the USVI team? Like, how, like, how did that loophole occur? Yeah, how'd they go to Worlds? <laughs> yeah, because we we were we were wondering this too, and we just didn't. Well, the have... USVI does have a team. Yes. Okay. No, yeah. 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 You know uh, why though? Well, Kimberly Wolford is there. You know, mm-hmm. and she was a multi-time world champion. Before she left for the uh, USVI, of course. Um, how'd that loophole occur? I mean, come on, fellas. Look at Russia. Do we need to go there? <laughs> hey, Josh, mm. tell us about Russia. I know you like going there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah. I you mean, know, Russia uh, is banned. Yeah. But they come back as the ROC for real. ROC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, noticed, I noticed that no one really. No one really nah. talked about it. We saw it on the stream. I was like, "What? Like, who is yeah, ROC? Like, who's the Russian they're afraid. committee? They're, they're yeah. afraid of Russia. And they are. I mean, you know, <sighs> I mean, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got diabetes. <laughs> you know, Russia is Russia. I don't care who you are. You yes. can be the ROC. You can be whatever letters you think you think you can think of. You're still the Russians. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were uh, the Rock. I thought Jay Z was going to show up. Uh, the Rock. <laughs> Don't you mean Dwayne Johnson? No, nah, the Rockefeller. But yeah, it could also be Dwayne Johnson too. Yeah, you know, uh, the policies about that is the USA powerlifting. You know, Larry put it out. Mm-hmm. In that podcast, uh, we won't hold nobody back. And, okay. you know, and if you wanted to go to Worlds, the USVI is there for our athletes. And when they want to come home to USAPL, <laughs> you're more than welcome. It's just okay, weird, cool. man. It's yeah, that's weird. That, well, I mean... I mean now we kind of got like an answer to you know our our saga, you know. You know, 
you know, and yeah. I mean, if people would really listen to what the president says when he puts uh, it out, hey, uh, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> it, no, it's almost yeah. like he was like subliminally uh, saying, like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it's almost but, like he's subliminally telling people to go to the USB. Yeah. Well, you know, he he won't like he said. We're not here to hold any of the athletes back, you know, but like we touched, the best wasn't there. And the best athletes are in the USAPL. There we go. Yeah. And I'll ride that train all the way to the bank. Damn, skip me. (laughs) The good thing about powerlifting is like numbers are so objective that you don't really need uh, like to compete at IPF Worlds to know that who the strongest lifter is like, oh. most of the time. Like obviously, obviously travel plays a factor, but like if the, if a person is like fifty kilos ahead, and like you call yourself <laughs> a world champion, like or the strongest, if you call yourself the strongest, um, and you have someone who's like fifty kilos ahead of you, I mean that's 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 objective to me. Like it doesn't need any explanation who the strongest guy is. Exactly. A pound is a pound, or, a kilo is a kilo. Or a kid going into youth nationals and going into deadlifts, all he gotta do is open with his opener and he won the and national championship. The deal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh you know truth. I tell you what, that kid show up in Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> Take him to Texas Roadhouse. Um, so Keone, I got I got some rapid fire questions and I want you to I don't want you to think about the answer too much. I just, I, you know, real quick, because I, I want to, I want to see, um, I just want to see how many of these I can get through. So, okay. Uh, first question: Are random drug tests really random? No. You you, you paused. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> already into the pause. Um, why can't I whiff ammonia in view of the judges? Why do I have to do it behind the curtain? Is that like a ritual thing? Is that like tradition? Where does that come from? Well, it's disrespectful because okay. to me, it's disrespectful. You know, you showing this to kids and stuff like that. Oh, there you go. It's kind of like the unwritten rule. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. Same thing with cursing, I'm assuming, because I've, I've gotten kind of dinged in my in my earlier years of powerlifting when missing a lift and, you know, maybe yelling out a profanity or two. Is it not wanting that to be, uh, it's not kid friendly, essentially. It, yes. Okay, cool. Um, also, and it's a about, pet peeve of mine. Thank you. Well, you got to call me out on that too, because I, I I don't forget <laughs> anymore. But yeah, I think I, I think maybe you have called me out on I that. Had, I have called yeah, you, you did. You'd be like, "Hey, don't do that." And I'm like, "Yes, sir. I'm so sorry. I'll never do it." Do you want my lunch money? Are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I need to your lunch money exactly. How much does it cost to to hold a meat? like all in round number. You don't have to make any specifications, but like if you had like the basic b- venue, no glitz and glamor about what's the, what's the total cost that you can expect to pay? I would say roughly about five G out of pocket. And then yeah. do you expect to recruit that? You, about how long does it take to get that back? You probably recruit. I'd say you, at the end of the day, you might make a thousand over that. Okay. So are you hoping to get some more people involved in meat directing or is it pretty much like, are you wanting to uh, develop the the base of what you have and then move with that? Like, is it quality over quantity at a certain point? No, I want more meat directors. Why? And 
I'm interested. I want yeah, maybe we're talking about back boys will do because, one. Yeah, we're talking uh, about back boys will run to me. Well, I dope. think you all should, but you know, that's my opinion. Um, I think we should too. That'd be pretty dope. Do everything we want to do. But what, so what were you saying, Kion? I'm sorry. I think getting more meats out there and having meat directors in different areas, regions helps build the sport. I mean, because you know, Wes is really busy, to be honest. You know, and he travels everywhere. Uh, he was talking about putting a meetup in another meetup in Fort Worth, and luckily the pod guys jumped up for it. Yeah, you know, um, I personally am going to get more involved in that. Also, you plan on running meets? Yes, oh. sir. Okay, cool. yeah. Is that is that nice. that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool? I want to I want to go to Keone meet. That'd be dope. I don't know oh, why. I just coming. feel like that'd be. Oh, yeah. you're coming. Oh, I'm going to be there in one, in uh, one you're, you're capacity. That's like David, when he was talking about the January meet, Anas is like, Abe's going to compete. Oh, wait, no. He's going he's gonna to announce. Oh, no, he's going to be. <laughs> and then when, now one of my athletes is like, oh, I might compete. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be there regardless. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be there in some form. Yeah, some form <laughs> I'm going to be wearing three hats. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that, uh, one last question. Do you think that um, the USAPL going forward is in the right trajectory do you think that there's not if there is one thing that you could do to affect the next wave of powerlifters in the usapl what would you hope that they bring with them and what do you hope that they do uh, to continue on hmm that's a good one abe you you, you i can't shoot from the hip with that um, <laughs> okay. right. time. if there's one thing you could change about the current pool of lifters what would it be Really, there's not because I see a lot of potential. And honestly, I think the future is bright. I like that. Okay, I like that. I that's like a, that. that's a good note to end it on. Yeah, that is a really good note to end it on. Yeah, yeah. If there's if, if you know, commonality between somebody like us and, uh, you know, a 60 year old bald dude who's, uh, you know, still kicking on in the, in the USPA or some backyard federation. We're all powerlifters at the end of the day, so it doesn't really matter. No. Um, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And Keone, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet with us and talk through your your rise into the to the Texas State Chair. So congratulations on that. It seems like based yeah, off what we talked about here. Yeah. yeah, congratulations so much. It's going to be a bright future um, for the USAPL Texas, and we can't wait to see everything that's dropped. Where can people follow you um, on Instagram in order to keep up with, with the antics uh, that you put up? Integrity 74 Man of Integrity 74. Do you want to drop Ty's Instagram too? I know he doesn't, he doesn't post no, much. But. Ty, 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 is, Ty on, if you went to Ty's Instagram, it says, if you want to know about me, follow my dad. Damn. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> Godly. All right. Awesome. Um, so- something I did want to say, you know, um, I didn't get to this position by myself. It's because of all y'all. All your, all the athletes, all of y'all in this state of Texas, um, and it, it really touches my heart that y'all entrusted me with this position. Um, I just, I mean, I, I really can't put into words what I'm feeling because to me, it's an honor to represent our state and represent the pool of athletes that are in this state and the the athletes that 
you know, I personally know, like y'all, uh, I mean, and there's the list goes on, you know, in, you know, like Anas said, you know, and Wes has brought it up in his little meat uh, briefings. You got a question, go ask Keone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Josh has been there in them briefings and it's like, if y'all have any questions, and I can be coaching my son that day. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, just ask Keone. Keone yeah. will take care of it. And I hope and I want all of y'all to always know I am always approachable. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter sure. if I'm yeah. running 100 miles an hour through that meet. I'm always there for y'all. Yeah, well said. I mean, there there was no other person that I could have think, thought of to, to vote for because, I mean, like I said, you, I've seen you at almost every single meet that I've had some form of fashion of helping. And Yeah, man, since the beginning. That guy, that guy is in the trenches, helping lifters, like contributing, like front line. So yeah, like, that's, that's what you want to see in someone as, as co-Texas State Chair. Yeah, you represent someone who, well. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. We we can't see. We can't wait to. I mean, I'm really excited to see what comes out of um of your tenure and and to be a part of the of the wave. It feels like I don't know. It just feels different. It feels really good. Um, like being at the meets that I was being at the meet that I was at two weeks ago. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I guess maybe it was Elico equipment. Maybe it was a live stream. But it just felt good. You know what I mean? Felt really good. So we'll 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 uh, we'll end it there. And again, thank you again, Keone. For being on. Thank you so much. Everybody yeah, go follow you. Keone Dengis in regards to not only his work as the USAPL Texas uh, state co-chair, but also just, you know, being Ty's dad and being just an all-around cool dude. So follow us on Instagram. If you don't already follow us, I'm going to say it again. Follow us at Chalk My Back. Listen to us every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Let us know what you'd like to hear in the future. Thank you again so much. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he said it. Bye-bye. My, I'm still, I'm still wigging out over the fact that he said no so quick about the random drug tests. <laughs> it's the truth. Ah, uh, yeah. But do they have, he's, he's do they have to look honest. at your? Do they have to look at your wee wee when you pee? That's the no. rules. All right. Well, don't look at mine whenever he, he drug tested me. So I'm not talking about that. I'm gonna have to go to. I'm gonna have to demand some sort of reparation on that. I need to pay you for it.